Hello everyone, my name is Lee Nichols. I'm the Editor-in-Chief and Associate Publisher of Hydrocarbon Processing Magazine, and I'd like to welcome all of you to another installment of Hydrocarbon Processing's podcast series, The Main Column. Today we're going to be looking at project management on reducing installation schedule for column trays. Now remember, you can subscribe to The Main Column podcast by clicking on the subscribe button, which is located on the podcast website, Or you can use your smartphone by saying, hey, Google, Alexa, or Siri, subscribe me to the main column podcast. Project management, reduce installation schedule for column trays. The implementation of a project schedule must avoid slippage, which can lead to budget overruns and delays in commissioning and production. Conversely, a reduction in project schedule results in an early startup of the plant, creating an advantage for stakeholders. Customers often demand reductions in schedule timelines, which can be difficult for EPC contractors to implement. New innovations like concurrent engineering, modular construction, prefabricated pipe racks and structures, among others, are already in practice. Erection of columns and vessels in dress condition is also a regular practice. Future work centers on how to install trays inside the column at the manufacturing shop. This could save considerable site time, site space, and labor. However, fixing trays in the column vertical condition is still a recommended practice from most tray manufacturers and plant owners. The reason is likely due to the clamped construction of trays and the fear of possible tray damage during column transportation and erection. Tray operation is sensitive to levelness and requires precision installation. Tray levelness should be checked in the tray horizontal position. The author of this article worked on several projects where the customer required columns supplied with trays fixed in position for a brownfield project. This requirement was due to a tight project schedule, a lack of site working space, and a lack of site labor. The column diameters were in the range of 2,000 millimeters to 2,400 millimeters. So this podcast details the thought process and additional work carried out jointly with designers, fabricators, and erection engineers. The tray installation was carried out in column horizontal condition. Projects were completed successfully without any damage or rework at the site. At present, the majority of trays used in industry are valve or sieve trays. Other types of trays, such as bubble cap or proprietary trays, are not part of this podcast study. Tray construction features. Trays are made of thin carbon steel or stainless steel sheets 2 millimeters or 3 millimeters thick. The segments are designed to pass through the column access hole. The larger the access hole, the easier it is to handle larger tray parts. The tray assembly consists of the following major parts. Number one, the tray deck plate has perforated plates as well as unperforated plates under the down counter. Tray segments are held in position with friction clamps, beam clamps, and edge clamps. The trays are further reinforced by bending the tray plate itself, making it an integral beam. Number two, trays are fixed on support rings with tray edge clamps. The clamps hold the tray from the bottom while the bolt passes through slots provided in the tray. Support rings do not have any holes. This provides flexibility of tray installation without much adjustment. Tray beams clamps are simply oblong or rectangular plates that are provided on integral beams. A number of tray suppliers use finger-type interlocking arrangements in place of tray beam clamps, which further reduces installation time. Number three, 
Friction clamps work as an additional safety device to prevent damage to the column. In case of pressure surge, clamps slip out of the support ring and allow tray parts to dislodge, thereby saving the column. Number four, downcomer vertical plates are bolted to the bolting bars. Downcomer plates are bolted together in multiple segments. The bolting bars are provided with oblong holes for fixing the downcomer plates in place and ensuring column ovalidity. Downcomer plates are a load-bearing part of the tray. Some tray manufacturers use friction clamps in the bottom section of the downcomer to save time, which is not recommended here. Number five, major beams or trusses are firmly bolted to the respective stools and bracket welded to the column. These beams trusses are major load-bearing parts. Normally, trays up to two meters in diameter do not have any loose major beams or trusses, but for a tray diameter of more than three meters, trusses are used. So let's talk about advantages of installing trays in column horizontal position. So the advantages of installation trays in the column horizontal position include, one, the tray installation team does not need to wait for column erection or consider the related safety issues. Number two, Considerable time and effort are saved in lifting each component from floor level to working level. Number three, plant floor spaces not engaged in tray mock-up trials and storage. Number four, safety and efficiency are enhanced for the tray installation team. And lastly, tray installation and column dressing work can be done together, which of course saves time. So the challenges of installation trays in the column horizontal position include the following. One, additional weight of trays must be considered for the column erection. Two, closer manufacturing tolerance for tray support rings and bolting bars, which helps maintain the tray levelness in the fitting of additional parts. Number three, closer inspection and measurement of tray parts and downcomers per the tolerances specified by the design. And number four, placement of column on temporary saddle and desired orientation for ease of entering and handling tray parts. And lastly, Tray design is more rigid as a single assembly so as not to deform and dislodge from position during transportation and lifting. So the following procedure was followed. The planning work of tray design and detailing starts at the design stage itself. The size and location of the column access holes are important. Design stage specifics. All downcomer bolts must be full length and bolted completely through the plate. No friction clamps should be used. The bottom downcomer plate is the weakest plate, so it must be stiffened and provided with downcomer brackets to maintain the flow area below the downcomer and avoid vibration. Edge clamps and beam clamps should be placed at close pitch for the friction clip. All bolting and clamps must be checked for tightness using torque wrenches. Care should be taken not to damage the clamp by over tightening. For large diameter plates, the use of thicker clamps is recommended. Now it is difficult to hold the tray plates in a vertical position when the column is horizontal. Additional cleats can be welded to the column wall. Cleats should have a narrow gap of tray thickness plus three millimeters between the support rings. The tray plate should be inserted within this gap and then clamped to support the ring. Additional bracing beams across the diameter must be provided. The bracing beams can be made of any inexpensive material. These beams should be bolted at both ends to keep all assembled tray deck plates pressed downward, which will prevent vibration and deflection of tray parts during lifting and transportation. The bracing beams also act as secondary supports from the top of the tray. Transportation and erection specifics. 
The verticality of all tray support rings and the alignment of the bolting bars should be checked at the time of construction. Thorough measurements should be taken of all important dimensions before starting work. Lifting and rigging procedures should be established and reviewed with an erection contractor. Crane capacity and load charts should be checked. A transport vehicle and road survey should be conducted to ensure a smooth ride that is free of bumps. Balance work at site after erection. After the column is erected at the site, column access holes and tray access ways should be opened again to inspect all trays. Bracing beams should be removed. Additionally, if required, leakage test of liquid holding parts, for example, seal pans, draw-off pans, should be conducted as per design requirements. After these steps are finished, clearance to box up the trays can be issued. And the takeaway of this is the methodology reviewed in this podcast can be easily used for column diameters of 1,200 millimeters to 3,000 millimeters. In smaller diameter columns, it is difficult for a technician to work inside in a sitting position. For large diameter columns, the weight of trays and supporting structures may be significant, which may require an additional working platform and scaffolding with weight handling hoist inside. With the outline suggested methods, Field tray installation work, which normally runs for weeks at a site, can be reduced to days. You've been listening to Hydrocarbon Processing's podcast series, The Main Column.